This episode of On the Hop News is brought to you by Thinking Baseball, the only educational baseball app for coaches and players that allows users to see, hear, and touch the plays as they happen. Narrated by a legendary baseball broadcaster, Pat Hughes, and powered by a groundbreaking database, Thinking Baseball puts you on the diamond. Whether you're the cutoff man on a hit to the outfield or the first baseman trailing the batter on a sure double, everyone on the field has a job to do on every play. Learn to do it better with Thinking Baseball. Visit thinkingbaseball.com or download the free app from the Apple Store or Google Play today. It's time to get your head in the game. Today is April 25th, 2019, and this is Thursday's edition of On the Hop. Good morning, good morning, baseball enthusiasts. Welcome to On the Hop, a daily baseball podcast focused on delivering up-to-date news from around the league. One more day until Pretzel Day. Let's do this. Boys will be boys. After an eventful first two games of the series in which several players were plunked and tensions were on high alert, Reese Hoskins got his revenge. I'm, I'm doing revenge in air quotes because it's not really revenge if the person you think you are paying back honestly doesn't look bothered. Anyway, during the ninth inning last night, in garbage time, Reese Hoskins took Jacob Rehm yard to the left. With a little flick of the bat, he began his celebratory trot around the bases. Some would even call it prancing. With his chest out and his back straight and all eyes on him, Hoskins knew he was the prettiest one at the ball. His home run trot ended up being approximately 30, wait a second, just got a phone notification. This just in, Reese Hoskins has finally, has finally rounded third and is on his way home. I will keep you updated with the details. Hoskins' jog around the bases is not the slowest in all of baseball, however. Last summer, Daeho Lee of the Korean Baseball Organization took 36 seconds to round the bases. After his home run barely curved around the foul pole, Lee just started walking around the bases as the umpires took a look at the review in order to confirm that the ball was indeed fair. Raym didn't seem bothered. He says, he got me. If I make a better pitch, he doesn't get to run the bases. And honestly, Raym didn't look annoyed about the trot at all. The only thing I gathered from his reaction was frustration that he let up a home run. I feel... The broadcasters were the only ones really making a big deal about it, and Hoskins, of course, but, you know. According to ESPN, the pitching-thin Milwaukee Brewers have agreed with veteran left-hander Gio Gonzalez on a one-year $2 million deal, according to ESPN and multiple reports. They spent the final month of last season with the Brewers before signing a minor league deal with the Yankees earlier this season, but was released by New York on Monday after spending a month in the minors. I've always wondered how these types of reunions play out. I mean, the Brewers obviously had a reason to release or trade him or or whatever. So what's going through a player's head when he gets picked up again by the team that let him go just over half a year ago? I mean, is it like first date awkward or you and your buddy are dating the same girl awkward? Just asking the important questions. Now, you may have already noticed that I don't spend too much time talking about potential signings and trade rumors. Most of the conversations surrounding them are pure speculation. You don't know if it's real or fake, or at least the general public doesn't. Look at Keuchel and Kimbrell, for example. Lots of, this team should take a chance, or he would be a great pickup for so-and-so. This just kind of clutters the newsfeed, in my opinion. Gotta cut the fat. Speaking of, I believe I've lost five pounds, so good for me. Either way, 
Gio is back in Milwaukee, and although he is spending some time in the minors, I don't think he will be there long before he is starting. Let's give it no more than two weeks. Speaking of fake news, and this was my planned transition, by the way, we have been teased and duped into when Vlad Jr. was going to be in a Major League Baseball lineup for some time now. Bob Nightingale, along with others, have been pulling our collective leg concerning when we would all see Guerrero in Toronto. That day is here. Until a new report comes out right as I post the episode making me look like a fool. But seriously, the Blue Jays have announced they will promote Vlad Jr. from AAA on Friday. The OG Vladimir posted a tweet of himself and his son, who looks to be around four to five years old, both in Expos jerseys, with the following comment. My son, the country that saw you as a child will now see you turn into a big one. Working hard, everything can be done. I'm proud of you. Love you. This is indeed a very special moment for this family and all of the baseball community. Injured list updates. Indians pitcher Carlos Carrasco is not expected to miss any time with a left leg injury that his team initially thought was serious. Tuesday's MRI results came back negative, and manager Terry Francona said that he will be ready for Sunday. It was just a bruise, Carrasco said. I hit the ground really good, but other than that, there's nothing different. I'm glad everything is fine. According to ESPN, the New York Yankees have activated catcher Gary Sanchez from the 10-day injured list. Hopefully his time on the IL didn't negatively affect the role he was on before getting injured. He had six home runs in his first 11 games. That's basically a home run every game. The Yankees are holding it down, though. I believe they are on a six-game winning streak after coming back last night and winning 6-5, to five, despite not having Aaron Judge, Juan Carlos Stanton, Miguel Andujar, Didi Gregorius, Luis Severino, Dellen Batanzas, Aaron Hicks, Greg Bird, and Troy Tulowitzki, and now Clint Frazier. According to thescore.com, Frazier injured himself late in Monday's game during a pickoff attempt at second base. He was held out of the lineup Tuesday before being sent for an MRI. After the initial injury, Frazier had intended on playing through it. He said, it's sore. It's a little sprain, but it's one of those things where I went through too much last year to not go out here and play. The IL is too full for us, so I'm good. I'm going to keep playing. However, that has changed, according to manager Aaron Boone. They feel like it's a 10 to 14 day thing, maybe a little less, but we don't feel like it's a long thing. Frazier feels like he could play or is close to playing, but the MRI revealed enough in there that it's going to cost him the 10 days. Frazier will be heading to the 10-day injured list to join the greatest lineup ever created that isn't able to play. While we're here, Juan Carlos Stanton sustained a left shoulder injury while rehabilitating his initial ailment of a strained left bicep. Manager Aaron Boone said that Stanton felt residual stuff in the area. So they pumped his shoulder full of cortisone, and he will now rest some more. Good news, his bicep has completely healed. He plans to return to the Yankees lineup early next week during their series in Arizona. According to our repost from MLB Trade Rumors, the Pirates announced on Wednesday that shortstop Eric Gonzalez will undergo surgery to repair and internally fixate his fractured left clavicle. A timeline for his recovery won't be known until Gonzalez actually undergoes the procedure, but he was already placed on the 60-day injured list over the weekend. The length of his absence will be substantial. His time on the injured list will give his replacement Cole Tucker a substantial amount of time to prove himself to his new team. So far, he's doing a pretty good job. ESPN reports that Rays infielder Joey Wendell suffered a fractured right wrist during yesterday's game against the Kansas City Royals. Wendell suffered the injury when he was hit by a pitch in the sixth inning. The Rays have not disclosed a timeline for how long Wendell will be sidelined. Wendell had actually just returned from the 10-day injured list Sunday after missing 17 games because of a hamstring injury. The Colorado Rockies reinstated infielder Daniel Murphy from the 10-day injury list before their game yesterday against the Nationals, per ESPN. The 34-year-old fractured his left index finger, diving for a grounder in the second game of the season. He was placed on the injured list on April 1st and missed 20 games. He was in the starting lineup yesterday, batting third and playing first base. 
and the Rockies' 9-5 win over the Nationals. He went one for four with one run, a strikeout, and a walk. Quick takes. Again with Daniel Murphy. As he strolled out to first base between innings, he nearly got popped by a tooth. Not in the tooth, by a tooth. The Tooth Trot is a sponsored race between a tooth, a toothbrush, and a toothpaste at Coors Field. And I've said tooth way too much. This type of thing shouldn't be foreign to Murphy since he spent time in Washington where they had the president's race. The tooth almost took former D-back shortstop Segura out back in 2016 and barely escaped a collision with Murphy yesterday afternoon. The tooth seems to be decently agile and may very well be a good athlete. He could probably trout for the Orioles. That actually wouldn't be that much of a long shot. Now, I can hear the cantankerous baseball purists commenting on how baseball has become this circus or a disgrace because a player almost got seriously injured by a mascot. Get off my lawn now. I mean, I haven't heard anything. I just wanted to create this narrative so I could use that clip. Moving on. According to Bleacher Report, Chicago Cubs reliever Pedro Strop's car was stolen before Wednesday's game against the L.A. Dodgers and was later involved in a police chase, according to ESPN's Jesse Rogers. Rogers added that Strope was dealing with the matter until the fourth inning before having to tell law enforcement that he had to be ready for work. I might have to pitch, Strope told police. I have to go. Click. The right-hander recorded his third save of the season in a 7-6 victory over the Dodgers at Wrigley Field, striking out one and walking one in a hitless ninth inning. As far as I know, there have been no updates on the whereabouts of the car. In an article written by Sigmin Kim over at Fangraphs.com, the Korean baseball organization appears to be dejuicing its baseballs. The report states that last year, Rob Arthur and Tim Dix of 538 helped to reveal to the masses that the core of the Major League Baseball had changed, reducing the air drag and resulting in the ball traveling further in the air. The subject got a reboot earlier this month when Arthur writing for Baseball Prospectus, concluded that there's less drag on the batted balls hit in the 2019 season, which has led to more speculation that the league has juiced the ball. The KBO is decreasing the coefficient of restitution, COR, core, that value in their baseball, basically. The higher the core number is, the further the ball travels from the impact of the bat. I don't want to dive too deep because I actually want to drive traffic to the Fangraph site so that you can take a look at the full article and read. It's actually in the show notes of this episode. It's a very interesting read. Go over and check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. NBC Sports reports that Angels manager Brad Osmus said Cody Allen is no longer the team's closer. Allen has allowed runs in four of his last five outings. He is still a perfect four for four in save situations, but owns an ugly 5.4 ERA with an uglier nine to seven strikeout walk ratio in eight and one third innings. The Angels will use a rotating cast of pitchers to close out games while Allen gets his stuff in order. Good old Merriam-Webster will officially be adding the phrase Tommy John surgery to its dictionary on Monday, the 29th of April. As most of us know, Tommy John surgery is just much easier to say than ulnar collateral ligament reconstructive surgery. I had always viewed the dictionary as something static, unchanging. Obviously, I'm wrong. In this same report written by Bill Bauer, recent additions in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary have been words such as rando and mansplain. God help us all. During yesterday's game between the Rangers and Athletics, Rangers' Hunter Pence hit a high foul ball near the Texas dugout. A's first baseman Mark Canna made a play on the ball but was unable to make the play due to its striking the noggin of a security guard. Now, this isn't that big of a deal. I mean, I'm glad he's okay. A blur of the head doesn't have to be violent in order for it to do major damage. I just wanted to bring up Canna's reaction. So if you go and watch the video, he most certainly had a legitimate chance of catching the ball until his glove hit, hit the security guard. He stands there with his arms raised, confused and conflicted. Do I lose my mind or do I make sure he's okay? And he never appeared to really make up his mind. 
But what did you expect? The security guard to track the ball just as well as a professional athlete and then move, possibly increasing his chances of relocating to the wrong area? No, you stay still like you're a fixture of the stadium and let the player adjust. And I just spent way too much time on this insignificant story. So I'll follow it up with this. In a report by David Hill of CarToThePen.com, the Mariners have acquired Mike Wright from minor leaguer Ron Ogren. The reason for this transaction? Jerry DePato had not made a deal in weeks. He was bored. I believe this 100%. Good on you, David Hill. There is no reason why anyone would want to take Mike Wright. He has had a mediocre career at best and has been awful for the Orioles this year. Here's three takeaways. One, I love the reasoning behind this trade. Jerry DePoto was bored. Two, this story allowed me to bring up the Orioles once again. And three, Mike Wright is no longer an Oriole. That's it. I'm done. I'm calling it a day. Thanks for tuning in to Thursday's edition of On the Hop News. And remember, you should always go to other people's funerals. Otherwise, they won't come to yours. Talk with you tomorrow.